You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take one. Knock, knock. It is. Receiving an email and we can't believe you thought it was podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up anymore. Stephen and Dana, and we're in the room. Hi, Dana. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to our very first Cozy with Castmates. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Um, before we get started, I have to brag about where I just came from. Steven, where'd you come from? I came from Times Square. Um, <gasps> the squarest of times. Like Broadway inspirational voices got like Bernadette and Kate Baldwin and Norm Lewis and Eden Espinosa and Carolee Carmelo et al. to uh, stand on like the steps uh, at Duffy Square and they all sang Sunday. There were like maybe 50 people there and it was glorious it was so nice to hear a show tune live again to hear harmonies live um to hear that song live again was chilling and if and if people don't know what duffy square is it's the big red steps in times square so i'm sure it was very visual and um gorgeous it was it was just so um it was quick and easy and um it was just nice to be in Midtown for a show tune moment. What again. was Bernadette wearing? Oh my god. Black pants, black blazer, red ruffled blouse. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And and a and a face shield. A Everyone face had shield? face shields. Well, she's precious cargo. She is a national monument. National. International monument. And I know that one of our guests, Jen Perry, would agree. Hi. Hi, Jen. <laughs> Hi! Why didn't you know I, why Jen did... from Mamma Mia and Kinky Boots? Woo! I was thinking both, yes. Both, yes. <laughs> and you are also a big BP. I'm a support. BP. A big person? <laughs> a Broadway Bernadette person. Peters? Oh, Bernadette Peters, sorry. <laughs> I was going to be offended. Yes, she's my idol. My absolute idol. Like Absolute. Bar none. There's nobody better. Absolute. And speaking of Bernadette, we also have Blair Goldberg with us today, whose first show was Annie Get Your Gun with Miss Peters. With Bernadette Peters. 
with Miss Bernadette Peters, I when made my Broadway initials debut. initials were also BP. Oh no! Now they're BP. Before now they were they're BG. BP. Before, right, God right, damn right. it. It's okay. You're. I'm still BG professionally. Yes, but I'm legally BP. And yeah, I was ten years old when I made my Broadway debut with Ms. Peters. Like one does. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> That's insane. what I was dreaming was... about doing when I was ten years old, and you were living. <laughs> I know. In. I, I truly was. I will never, I will never, like, stop pinching myself over that. And she, what? like, knows who you are. Yes, yes. I mean, like, I wouldn't say we, like, text on the reg, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, she I... She asked when about she, your mom after Hello, Dolly. Yeah, she remembers she my knows. whole family. She saw me in Carrie the musical and was, like, so complimentary on my comedic timing. She's great. She's a great person. Can I take a swift timeout right now? For Carrie the Musical, I feel like I just saw you because um, I just, I had a mini vacay up in the Catskills and we did like an Airbnb situation and we had a musical, nice. we did our own musical Mondays in the basement. Hilarious. So we okay. like played, you know, what you do, the, the musicals, the YouTubes, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parades. And my friend Drew is obsessed with Carrie, like in a crazy, crazy way. I didn't way. know that. Yeah, oh he's crazy, God. crazy. And he put on, there's a music video of you guys singing, recording. like in the studio. Yeah, the recording. Yeah. I'm like, that's Blair. And that's you're such so a little, mean. You're a baby, your baby Blair, just out of college. And so just that out was. Of college. Yeah, that was we my could first gig out of college, actually, like two second story. Yeah, I when I graduated college at Yankee Stadium, NYU, um, I threw my cap and gown off at like 12.03. And then at 12.10, Craig Burns called to tell me I booked Carrie. Unreal. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. That's, that's one of the greatest days of your life, uh, yeah. second only to the birth of your children. That too. Uh, that was the two. But she's Burns. That's debatable, right, Blair? <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah. the other thing. Like, both of you have been in Kinky Boots. You guys were in it for a long time. Blair, you were on the road with it too. Yes, yes. But Jen is an OG. Jen was there from day Jen one. Is on day one. We thought, which is why we thought you two would be such a great kickoff to this. Because not only um, were Dana and I around so much, and we got to know you both so well, but and we're you obsessed both with you. You oh, both had you different roads to the same place, and it was a beautiful place. So we wanted to um, compare and contrast that shared experience. And I we're both that. mothers. We're yeah, both, both mothers. Both I was going to say you're both mommies. Yes. Yeah, and there weren't there weren't many of us um, at the show, so we really like you know we we stuck together us mommies. Absolutely, oh. absolutely, and did a Broadway show eight seven eight times a week. I had to think about it. So exactly. how old how old are all of your children now? I Jen have a newborn. First. I have a newborn. <laughs> um, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I'm still breastfeeding, so I'm gonna have to go. Um, <laughs> no, I have a 12, almost 13 year old son. His name is no. Wayne. And no. yeah, you've been Wayne. to my house. You've been to my house, you guys, yes. both of you, Who's I believe. He's bar mitzvah age, yes, and he's now we're not Jewish, but okay. So, um, yeah, give me some some envelopes full of money. But um, <laughs> yes, he he's almost thirteen. I can't believe it myself because when I started Kinky Boots, he was four, four years old. Yes, 
So insane. That's, that's insane. And you, you did mention one. your house. How do you measure measure a year? You mentioned your house. Your house is one of the kookiest, quirkiest, coolest, warmest, Biggest. funnest. Gayest? Did you say gayest? Ga- gayest was on my <laughs> list. Queerest. It's coming up. Um, queerest uh, okay, okay. houses that I've been in. I don't know about queerest. <laughs> ever. Okay, sure. sure. Oh, it's queer. Yeah. Um, you just you just liked the bar. There's a fantastic bar in my house, so... Sure I liked you... the meatballs in the crock pot. I can't get over the oh, meatballs. Yeah. Myself. Yeah, yeah you haven't been, you have not been to a party till you've been to Jen Perry's house. Thanks, Blair. She throws Blair. a great party and she has the best ham. She does like a smoked ham on Christmas. Oh. This is coming from a Jewish person. This is coming yeah, from the a Jew. Jew. <laughs> She'll eat all the goddamn ham. Trust I'll me. I'll eat at that table. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so. Blair, how old are your babies? So I've got two kids. I have Lila, who's a girl. She's five years old. And she was in my belly during the Kinky Boots National Tour. And then I have a uh, one-year-old baby boy. His name's Nolan. And he was in my belly in Kinky Boots on Broadway. And actually, when the show closed uh, last year, I was six months pregnant with him. I mean, her costumes were not fitting. P.S. You could see. So <laughs> by the end of the show, the end of the run. by the end of the show, you could see if my cervix was dilated or not. That's <laughs> I mean, thank God you weren't in share. You know, you just had to be like a factory guy. Yeah, you got to wear jeans. Well, totally, that was fine until the end when I'm already wearing the most mini of mini skirts anyway, and then mm-hmm. when I'm pregnant, it just rode up even more. Like literally, it was as if. Like, you knew, you know, like, th- he's crowning, you know, you're two centimeters. Like, you could see that yeah. far up into my actual <laughs> vagina by the end. I, know, I, I, was, I had the dresser bring an extra basket just in case she delivered. <laughs> <laughs> just get an extra wardrobe basket and put some cotton on the bottom. That's a good dresser. Blair's going to step off. Blair, Blair literally, literally pulled that baby out of her. The second baby just pulled it out of her. She gave birth in that- a hallway. Yeah, that baby kind of fell out of me. Nolan kind of fell out of me, which is why I'm done having children, because I would literally have it on the toilet next time. My babies come really fast, so we're all done. All of your children are the cutest children I've ever seen, so well so done. Aw, thank you. We have good kids. Well, because we're good moms, right, Jen? Jen's the best mom. That's, we're both good moms. I mean, I question Blair sometimes, only because she sure. did allow her four, now five-year-old, four at the time, you're able to listen to WAP. So yes, Lila has heard I, WAP. I yeah. I have a tiny bit of judgment about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> macaroni morning, in the pot. Macaroni. Me, this morning, my partner asked me if I thought Alphaba had a gap. A gap. A gap. Green ass pussy. Oh, oh my god! All right, this rude. is the end of oh, this podcast. <laughs> But you Your guys... boyfriend is an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> you guys, so we have some castmate-related questions. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, I mean, this is fun. Can we do this every Wednesday? I Can think so. It's so fun already. We I haven't no had you guys on individually either, but, you know, we can That's do that okay. at a later date because we'll do this till we die. Um, I have a question 
is there a moment where you guys specifically bonded? Like, was it during a rehearsal? Was it during a backstage moment? Was it during, you know, after a show? Mm. There's a million. I can can speak to this first. Let me go first here. Um, So I, you know, I was a big fan of the show, obviously, before I was cast in it. And I had been auditioning for it for years, actually, to no avail. Um, And so I was really familiar with the tracks in the show and who was who. And so I knew who Jen Perry was. Jen Perry didn't know who I was, but I knew who Jen Perry was. (laughs) And um, when I um, did the tour, I I think we met, I met her like very, maybe quickly at like a run through where the Broadway company came to us. But um, Mm -hmm. that's neither here nor there. I don't really remember much, but I do remember once I joined the Broadway cast, um, I, you know, I walked up on day one and I was kind of like, hi, I'm, I'm Blair. And she kind of beat me to it. She's like, I'm Jen Perry. Hey, what's up? I'm Jen Perry. I play, Tr- I, I, I play Trish in the show. And she's like, I heard you have a baby. I heard you have a Oh, she fully was ready to just like give me her full resume. And she was like, and I have a son and his name is Wayne. And I was like, Jen, I know you. I was your reader for, I had like been a reader for an audition. She's like, yeah, how'd I do in the audition? How'd I do in the audition? Wow. <laughs> she was hilarious. Yeah, I, really, I was really that. I don't think I was like, yeah, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> the second, the second I met her, she was ready. But, but honestly, like for first on a melt, like a sweet note, like we bonded right away because uh, I, I was a new mom and she took me under her wing right away as a, as a veteran mom. And she basically was like, I'm here for you. And I know this is a mm. hard schedule. And like, mm. you know, and honestly, she, she, from the second she met my kids, she treated them like her own kids. Um, and she's, and oh, I just God, knew right Claire. away. I mean, I, I knew right away that I loved her dearly. Okay. I can't think of a specific moment. I'll get, but I'm getting there now. When we really, really bonded, now really, really bonded. When I when I knew that this person was going to be my forever friend was when we were on show eleven of a fifteen show week. It was um about a year before we closed, and I was um extremely constipated. Oh my god! Uh, I, I can't believe you're going to tell the story. And this is, I couldn't. This is- and I couldn't go. And it was, I was getting really, 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 really uncomfortable. And this is when I knew that Jen would be my best friend forever. She uh, went out on our break and she uh, told me to go get an enema. And she uh, took me into the uh, female dressing room bathroom and she performed an enema on me and helped me uh, move things along. And it was at that moment that I thought, wow, well, guess we're friends for life. And I do it again. I do it again. I do it again. I tell you. Dana, we do that for each other. Um, If it really came down to it, would you Steven? You wouldn't do it for me. I would do it for you. Steven, you barely let me hug and kiss you, so I doubt that you won't even text me back. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? We were watching at my my house and I went to hug Steven. He was like recoiled. He recoiled. I was like, How dare? I was there. I was there. I wouldn't give to be like embedded in that bosom. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to give you an enema, but you know, Blair was receptive, and guess what? It worked. She had been constipated for two weeks almost. Two weeks. You guys, there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack. It's it's a true story. You can't even make it up. No, that's that's. I certainly couldn't. I feel like an enema is the last thing that you do um did you try anything else or were you like yes what an afternoon no well first of all the reason why she had to perform it on me was because I had never done this before so this this doesn't happen to me so I was really at the end of my rope um I had tried everything 
It had been weeks, and I was, I mean, things, it was getting really bad down there. Yeah, it's terrible. And, That's uh, terrible. Yeah, and Jen really, just, she, she really was. I turned into she, mom mode, a monster mom mode. And I she like, just, hey, she, she jumped right up to the plate. She saddled on up. She spread my ass cheeks, and she performed an enema on me. And you know what? She never has had that problem again, so. No, you're never. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you for being a friend. <laughs> time my mother-in-law was living with us so i was like used to like certain toileting aspects of of other people you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying uh-huh. so it, doesn't, uh-huh. it didn't if it, it didn't phase me at all it really didn't phase me so both of you jen you mentioned that you were with kinky boots before it opened on broadway you had done workshops and you had done the out of oh, yeah. town and blair you had done the tour so by the time both of you are on broadway you kind of have this advantage of um being comfortable in your show Mm-hmm. However, Jen's coming from it. I, I was here when we built this show, and Blair is coming from. I've done this in theaters all over the country, but now I'm in one for a really long time. Um, how does, I guess, for Blair, how was that adjustment for you? And I guess for Jen, the question is, um, what was that adjustment for you? Like as the show changed and evolved early on, how did you? Um, I don't know, keep all of it straight for so many years. Uh, keep it fresh. Well, well, you know what? Uh, can I answer this, Blair? I'll answer sure. first and you can go. Blair and and I and the other ladies that are in the gondola, and if the listeners out there don't know what a gondola is, it's a quick change booth. Not really a quick change booth, but a changing booth down in the basement where we would all share. So for most of the show... We would do all of our changes down there. We never had to go back up to our dressing room. Right, too many down. flights of stairs up and down. It, too many, and all of our costumes were in one place, and we all had our little chair and our costumes down there, and we spent a lot of time in the gondola. I mean, we were on stage a lot, but then we were in the gondola, and you are spending you know, nights away from your family, days and nights and weeks and months and years away from your family. So the, the if you're not going to get along, or if you're going to be – the one person who's difficult, you're not going to be happy in that place. So Mm. we just became, we were all really cool and really friends and, you know, new people came in all the time, but at the end, you know, Blair was there a long, long time. I would come and then I would leave for maybe a couple months, but I would always come back and, and do, uh, you know, we were a family, like literally a family. Like we laughed Mm -hmm. every single day of our lives and, you know, Sometimes we'd get in little tiffs or little things here and there. For the most part, we would just like laugh family. our ass off. Laugh our ass off, yeah. yeah. Like family. Yeah, I we, do we, remember we that. Ass. I remember how happy that house was. I remember how happy that company was together. And you could tell because the turnover was not in the ensemble. Sure, mm-hmm. lots of Lola's came in, lots of Morins, lots of Charlie's. But the, that ensemble was very... Um, it, in it for in it to win it in it for the yeah. long haul watertight yeah. we stuck together and actually to like just to kind of go back to your original question about like the tour versus the um the Broadway show honestly it was very 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 similar to the point where like I mean like we would watch like videos of the Broadway show when we were setting the tour um mm-hmm. and so like we there wasn't a lot of like major major differences that I even had to like adjust to um when I came to the show so like 
yeah, it really was the same exact show. I mean, you know, with, with some creative freedom to like play around, but for the most part, it was exactly cut and paste. And, um, and so that made it pretty easy. And then also like, to be fair, I had a little like break between the tour and Broadway cause I had my baby. And so mm-hmm. when I came, um, when I came to the Broadway show, I was kind of looking at it with fresh eyes in a lot of ways. Like I remembered my track and where I had to be, but like, I wasn't necessarily married to anything anymore. Um, cool. so it kind of, it, it kind of made that transition uh, easier. Yeah, that's so cool. And you said that, you know, after having that baby, what a fresh new way to approach the same role. Now just play it as a mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you I know? went and got knocked up again. Right. Exactly. Exactly. She's a um, cool mom. I have a question about the dressing room vibe. Like, did you guys share one? No, I had my own. You had your own. Natalie had I her own. I shared. So it was, um, you and Ellen? It was broken... Yes, uh, and then me and Julia McClellan towards the end, mm-hmm. um, and it was split up. It was like um, Natalie shared with no Natalie had her own, Jen had her own, Adina had her own, and then swing number one, which was Ellen, shared with me, and swing number two, uh, which was Holly, shared with Mia. But I mean, like right. we kind of had an open door thing. It was like yeah. we, what, you know, we were yeah, only up there. That floor was so fun. Yeah, we were only fun. up there. F- we were only up there for the half hour. You know, once the That's show it. started, we were all downstairs in the gondola. So, if you think about it, it was such a short amount of time that we were actually in those dressing rooms when the show was happening, and you know, it was just a party every night. We were just getting naked and dancing and rapping, and uh, it was yeah, always we rapping. Crazy. Always She's rapping. Flair, which... always rapping. Always Free, turn... freestyle. Oh, no. Yeah. Always always turning me on to the most disgusting, horrific. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I love, that, that, I love like filthy, filthy music. Filthy. Yeah. Me like, too. Jen, like things... which is your favorite song that Blair has turned you on to? Oh, Blair, you know the name of it. What was it? You play it for me over and over again. And um, was it I Don't Fuck With You? Little yeah, that was bitch. one of them. That yeah. was one of them. Yep. Yeah, I don't yep. fuck with you. Yeah, by Big Sean. Yeah. We have many, yeah. many videos, many videos of us doing that together. And yeah. It was so it... fun. And anytime we'd come on, Blair and I would be dancing, and, you know, Adina would be looking at us scornfully, like, <laughs> she just. Yeah, no, I mean, so like, much. yeah, yeah, she hated it. But, uh, hated you know, it. I had to. I had to let it out. That's that's yeah. what I felt I needed. That was my artistic expression. I mean, it, her filthy hardcore rap is definitely Blair's <laughs> one of on Blair's top ten of favorite things on the planet. For I'm, sure, I'm, 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 for sure. That and Chipotle. That and Chipotle, yeah. for Chipotle. sure. Yeah. yeah, everyone knows that. If you know Blair at all, you know her love of Chipotle. It's mm. literally on her website in the About Me section. <laughs> I'm not- I know that because I'm looking at it right now. So yeah, you're, yeah, of course it is. It's not a lie. It's just like it goes with the territory. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I'm not going to hire her if she eats Chipotle. Too much information <laughs> on that website. Maybe I should take it down. <laughs> Maybe we should hire that Chipotle girl. Um, Chipotle. I have a, a weird, like, fall ghosty question, and it has Ooh. to do with the ghost lights Ooh. of... I'm going to do specifically the Al Hirschfeld Theater, mm. which was the venue the best for Kinky Boots. on Broadway, by the way. I think so, yeah. too. It's a great theater. It's beautiful. It's going to be 100 years old. Like, 2021, it's celebrating its 100-year anniversary. 
Let's go bring a hundred balloons and release them. Some, well, they better do something, and they better invite all the alumni. That's all I'm saying. There's, you know, that's a big deal. Anyway, I don't know. COVID. Formerly the Martin Beck. Formerly the Martin Beck Theater. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Fun. So, according to Wikipedia, a popular theatrical superstition holds that every theater has a ghost, and some theaters have traditions to appease ghosts that reach far back into their history. Um, my question is, do you think the Al Hirschfeld Theater has a ghost? Yes. Have you mm-hmm. ever s- felt anything weird? I want to yes. hear, like, okay, let me Jan, have it, first. Um, Excellent. There's definitely, a, there's definitely a ghost in the Al Hirschfeld Theater. Um, uh, I have not myself experienced something, but other people have. There was a young man um, during How to Succeed in Business uh, when it was there with John Lithgow who died in the theater. And he was a crew guy, and uh, he died down in the boiler room. And, um, yeah. So um, there is definitely he's definitely still there and the only reason i know this is because a couple dressers have felt him uh touch them you know while they're alone no and, mm-hmm. yes 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 and then here's an interesting story i don't know if you know this blair i must have told you blair the long mm-hmm. island fuck no the long island medium came to see yes yes i was there I was the Caputo. and i'm getting yes. chills just thinking about it and i go um do you sense any ghost? She's like, there's a young man with a cat sitting in the in the um, in the uh, uh, you know the balcony, not the balcony, but the what do you call that one? The by box. The, the box. The there's box. a young man with a cap in the box in the box right now, and yeah, so that is a true story. And she was like, she said it like you know, there's a piece of paper on the floor. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. So and a lot of people have had experiences in the Al Hirschfeld, but I remember. One of the dressers there telling me specifically that um, he had touched her bottom. He had put his hand on her bottom, oh. and she was alone, hanging up stuff. And the quick change uh-uh. was off stage, right, and turned around, and there was nobody. Mm, yeah, insane. Spooky. True story. You know who that was? Um, that no. was um, uh, what's the, the the woman with the long hair who sat in the hallway? What was her name? Oh, um, um, oh my God. <laughs> Don't you know who I'm talking about, though. Oh, yes, yeah. Sue, Sue, Sue. Sue Sue has stories about the ghost, many stories about the ghost. That's crazy. So I True never story. experienced anything. I never experienced anything myself, but I, um, you know how, like, little kids are, like, really in tune with spirit? Yes, yes. Um, so Lila was basically, like, grew up on the Al Hirschfeld stage, and she would come visit me every um, Saturday in between shows my husband would take her. And oh. um, we would have, like... Um, we would have little parties sometimes in the mezzanine between shows on a Saturday. And so she used to go a lot, um, you know, uh, to these parties with me and she would, um, you know, kind of walk through the, the balcony, um, seats and just kind of sit on all of them and test them out. You know, she was like two years old, one year old. Mm -hmm. And, um, one time she kept pointing to these two seats up in the balcony and she kept saying, Tiki and boohoo, Tiki and boohoo. One of them's the cat and one of them's the person. So I didn't know what that meant. And I kept saying, like, what? She said, 
and you know she was barely talking and she was like right there it's tiki and boohoo and so I you know I kind of whatever brushed it off and then I thought oh maybe that's a ghost so I um I texted um Jennifer Ashley Tepper you know hip theater historian and I said look um open your books please and let me know are there ghosts named tiki and boohoo and she she said no but she said like I'm sure you know I'm sure it's related somehow (laughs) but yeah it was freaky so yes I think there are totally ghosts in the Hirschfeld what do you think she saw? People or animals or what? She she said it was two people. I mean, she what? couldn't. You know, she, yeah, I believe she said kids. Two I believe all kids, all I the time. I've ever. You've never told me that story, Blair. I've never remembered hearing that story. Yeah, I've de- definitely. I mean, what? you could ask Natalie. I think Natalie was either with me or like I told her right after. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but it didn't scare me. It was just more like, wow, weird. Yeah, yeah. And this Ooh. is why we ghost light. Exactly. Well, you know, you guys you know, know that the Lunt Fontaine is like. Famously haunted. Yes. Lund Fontaine, very famously haunted uh, by these people that used to, by Lund and Fontaine. They're still in there. And apparently, and I don't know if this is true, you could look it up, but apparently, and I've grown up listening to the story, they keep two um, seats open for them during every show. That could (gasps) not be true. Like in Phantom of the Opera. Yes, yes. That's crazy. But but I but there if you ask the probably the crew people at the Lunt Fontaine, they'll probably be like, Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're always up in the, the balcony or the blah blah blah. Yeah. What about at the Winter Garden? At the Winter Garden oh my god, you guys, the Winter Garden. Is that where Mamma Mia was? It was Yes. Thank Jen, you. Were you in Ma- yes. Jen, were you in Mamma Mia? <laughs> we have so a running joke. Yeah, we have a running joke that because uh, I almost called you Lila. Jen loves to talk about how she was in Mamma Mia. So every time she says the word Mamma Mia, everyone around her goes, were you in Mamma Mia? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nat- I digress. Natalie, Natalie will make it like a huge dramatic thing. Like, oh, were you in Mamma Mia? Because I talk about it all the time. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. As you should. Thank but, you, you know, cluing up into that so that we can um, join that merry gang of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do it. Yeah. It's so fun. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't give it. Um, but the Winter Garden, I never experienced. I know that one's haunted. Elle Jolson did shows there. Barbara Streisand, I mean, she's still alive, but like, it used to be a horse auction barn. A horse what? auction barn back in 1900, like before, like eight, the late 1800s and the early 1900s. And then they turned it into a theater. And Elle Jolson, you know, who was mega famous in the 20s, did his shows there. So I, I'm sure, I mean, it's a beautiful, interesting, crazy theater there's like a glass ceiling in the very top of the theater that i never got to see um yeah yeah i didn't know that oh yeah 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 there's a glass ceiling there um and it's beautiful you know i i i love that place it's it's and it's one of the theaters and they always say this about the winter garden and actually the al hirschfeld they always say those are magic theaters they're good luck theaters because stuff runs there you know what Mm -hmm. i mean um, I believe they, that. I believe like that. Like Blair after an enema. Like Blair, <laughs> she wasn't far from the toilet. Yeah. No, nope, we were. Remember, we were in the bathroom on all fours. <laughs> With Stephen and Dana. I put a towel on the floor for her. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's just going darker and darker. I love it. Well, it's Dana, fall, I so I wanted to. Question. Yeah, I wanted to ask like a campfire like spooky question yeah i've I never a, actually seen one myself i i think i would lose my mind but um yeah 
Lots of mice, though. I had dead mouse in my dressing room. Oh my god, this Blair's terrified of mice. She would scream. Terrified. She would jump through the window before she actually let a mouse crawl near her. Oh no no no! It was yeah. it was. I never slept in that dressing room. Never ever ever because of the fear of a mouse crawling across me while I was sleeping, which happened to Gina Duvall during oh. the run of Kinky Boots. She took a nap and woke up to a mouse on her. Nope. No. Yep. Good night. Yep. Yep. Good night. True story. Pretty there sure was it was a mouse Gina. in my apartment once, and I called Kevin Thomas Garcia and made him get out of the tub to come over and deal with it. Oh my yeah, god! I don't, that I don't doesn't you. phase me at all. It doesn't phase me at all. Can't yeah. do it. Weird. We have Sorry. different things. We have all the different things, but it doesn't phase me. Now, if it was a rat, that would phase me a bit. A Jen, are you like, like? Are you from the country? I am. I'm, I Great. grew up on a farm. My uncle had a dairy farm, and my grandmother lived on the farm, and I would spend a lot of Okay, time. that makes so much um, more sense to me, because I come from your people as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm from Michigan, and, you know, there was always a cat with, like, you know, three legs, no tail, one eye, <laughs> went, by, went by the name of Lucky, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ironic. There was always that. And it would never phase you, like, oh, we got in a fight last night, you know. Went by the name of Lucky. <laughs> Can't. It's, it's gonna end tonight. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, <laughs> I, have, I wanted to talk about uh, the closing performance. I, as someone in the theater, you know, opening nights are so fun and exciting, but I also think closing nights are. They're obviously super hard, but um, the energy is unmatchable. And... Um, I, I wanted to hear about your individual experiences that day, like moments you had to yourself and shared moments that you guys had as you uh, said goodbye to your beautiful, beautiful theater and show and home. Yeah, I mean, that was um, that was a really special day. You know, I I was very pregnant and I was um, very uh, tired, but I was um I was sad, you know, it was like one of, I, I had a lot of moments where, um, so the first moment I broke down was like walking down the street, um, making that turn onto 45th street, um, mm -hmm. and walking, wait, was it 40, did, were we on 45th street or 43rd 40, 40, street? 40, 45th. 45th. Okay, great. Onto 45th Thanks, street. <laughs> and, um, 
and making that turn and seeing the marquee like you know I just dreamed of that when I was a little girl that like I would get to go to work and like go see my marquee you know up in lights and I just every time I would turn that corner like you know you start to take it for granted obviously when it's show 5,000 and um, I just remember making that turn to the corner and seeing that marquee and being like this is my fucking job and Mm -hmm. I just like that I just burst into tears there um it being the last day and then um you know I I was very emotional throughout the whole last show just thinking about like how both my babies like came through uh, Mm. you know through Through this factory yeah and like you know how like their first sounds were like in the womb like to me singing this music right like and like a message that's like about love and acceptance like how cool that those were like their first like I don't know little mini Mm. lessons that just really got me um and so you know and then of course just like you know we had like a slaggy moment we called the girls the slags um we had like a moment before the show and we were just all hugging we took like a picture of it and like you know, like Jen said, like, we really were fam, we are family. And we knew we knew each other, we know each other inside and out, literally, Jen gave me a <laughs> Um And just to like, know that, you know, it wasn't so much the show, like the, you know, there's always going to be more shows, right? Like, we're always going to do another show. And obviously, I love Kinky Boots. But it was so much more about like, this family that we weren't going to see every single night. Um, that that really, like, that last night when it really sunk in, like, I am not going to literally see you every day and debrief, like everything going on in our lives. Like, you know, we were each other's therapists. So to Mm -hmm. just know that like, right, right. (laughs) And enema is whatever you call that. So that was hard on that last day, but mostly it was, it was a a really prideful day for me just to feel like, you know, I I did it. I, I worked on Broadway in my adult life and, and, and this was my job and I felt really, really accomplished that day. And, and like, if nothing ever, if I never perform on Broadway again in my whole life, which obviously I hope and pray I do, I felt like For that sure. day, like, I did it, Blair, you did it. Mm-hmm. Like, you For did sure. It. So. I mean, and also it was like, you know, every single person that you ever came in contact with the show, the producers, the creators, the, the past stars of the show, they were all in the audience. And mm. so I don't remember, you know, it's kind of a blur to me, Blair, but like, it, it, I know the show stopped several times. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of just stopped, and and I, you know, it was such magic. I couldn't even sing the finale because I was crying so hard, and like just looking out there and seeing everyone, everyone, everyone. It was just it was just an audience full of family and 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 people that have seen the show. I even think, um, uh, you know, Panic at the Disco guy was there. Brendan Urie wasn't he there? Yeah, Brendan King. I think so. Yeah. and, you know, um, Stark Sands and Annalie Ashford and all the original people, Tori Ross came. Tori. You know, Tori came from California and she had two young children. And it was like, it was like, you know, and then, and then we had this amazing party afterwards where like Harvey and Jerry and Cindy gave speeches and, you know, just tears, tears, tears. And you, you know, you would try to talk to somebody and be so excited and then someone else would walk up and it was like a blur. It was a blur. It was like a wedding. Mm felt like a wedding although it was a sad event you know and then and then the night went into the night and i got home at 5 a.m perfect (laughs) yeah it's a blur it's a blur it's a blur blur, blur. blur. it's a blur blur (laughs) it's a blur (laughs) but yeah it's 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 surreal closing a show it's surreal opening a show so 
for yeah, sure. And especially Jen, you know, you, since again, going through um, the, the building of the show and seeing the show evolve from workshop to workshop to out of town to Broadway. Um, I, I'm sure that that was just a big retrospective well, day for you. The first, the first reading we ever did, I was Pat and, and Alex Ellis was Trish. And I was like, uh, trying to do the rap and I, and I could do the rap fine, but like Cindy is, is, was so particular about it. Meticulous. Whatever, particular, meticulous. Cindy McCain is who you're talking about, right? Cindy McCain. Yes. Cindy McCain. Dragged me into the hallway and kept doing it over and over again. So I just did it exactly like she did. And, but I don't have her accent, so I was like, I can't do this Queen's <laughs> accent. I don't know what you want. So, I, you know, that was the very, very first reading, and then eventually I switched over to Trish, and then it became a whole different thing. I mean, the show had many incarnations, many workshops, many readings. You know, when we started the show, and I think Blair knows this, when we ha started the show in Chicago, did the Out of Town, there was a huge angel number and a magic trick and they hired this yeah. magician they hired this magician in from vegas and paid a fortune for this box to be constructed where they put swords through it and yeah. kevin oh smith kirkwood poor kevin smith kirkwood like the tallest guy in the whole show at the time was in the box just getting stabbed with knives <laughs> 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 and then so he was then, thrilled I mean, he was thrilled because he was featured, of course. I mean, please. And then he, and then, you know, this box was elaborate. This was like a Vegas quality magic box and all the swords. And they all had different costumes. There was a big number. And then Jerry just came in and cut the whole number in the middle of the Chicago run. And everyone was like, <gasps> and then I, I think Blair knows this also. We also did a huge tango number. Yes. Uh, where everybody, there's a tiny bit of it in, in the show still. A tiny bit of it, but we had this was like a huge six minute full on. Everyone had to learn tango. We danced for hours and hours and hours. And I, you know, I was struggling with it, but I practiced every day and I got that tango number down. And I came in one day and Jerry cut the whole number and I cried. <gasps> I cried in his face. Oh. I cried in his face. I'm like, I was gonna tango on a Broadway stage, tango, and now I can't tango. Thank you very much. Thanks for nothing. Jerry. <laughs> I would have killed for that. I would have paid an extra $10 on my ticket. Oh, and the, and the, sure. the, the costumes for the tango number were amazing also. But anyway, uh, whatever. Uh, That's Broadway. They don't call it fair biz. Yeah. Adina would always be like, anytime you be like, you take away a role or you didn't get a role or you got a call back or you just, the show's closing. She goes, Jaded, jaded, uh, um, Adina would be like, well, they don't call it fair biz. Not called <laughs> fair biz. And we would just, like, roll our eyes. Like you're, crying, like you're crying in the middle of, like, half hour because you just bombed a callback. And she's like, they don't call it fair biz. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Adina. We love you. Love you, Adina. Love Adina. Um, keep it real. We call it keeping it real, Marge. What a mantra. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> we have two questions that we like to ask all of our guests on our podcast because we think they're very important questions. <laughs> uh, the first one is, what was your first impression of each of us? 
Oh, of you two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, I guess okay, and of Blair because we usually don't have four. So I guess your first impression of everyone in the room. All right, go for it. What was your first okay. impression of me? Uh, oh, of, of of Blair. Um, of all three of us. Okay. Well, I can't remember what my first impression of Blair is, but I know that I I loved her immediately. And I, even even though I come off maybe with a new person like standoffish, she got in my heart like very quickly, super quickly. And we we've you know she can we can laugh together so hard, and we can we can keep it real with each other. And and also we've had a few tiffs, and we've always come back. And and mm. the love is real with Blair. It's always real. Yeah. There's you know she's always got my back. I would always have for her back anything she ever needed. I love her children. I love her husband, her whole family. And so, yeah, my first impression, I don't know. I guess I can't remember because I have no memory, but I'm sure it was, it was good because her, her voice is amazing and, you know, she fit right into our family, which is all you really want when someone comes into right. a, a show that's already mm -hmm. established. She fit right in. I love you. So, I love you too. Um, Dana, oh God, hey. I thought you were funny. Um, very much similar to Natalie and me, our, your humor. Um, you remind me a lot of Natalie, actually, and you're a goddess. I always get I thought you were a goddess. I know, I know. Get in line. <laughs> and then we, you know, Blair and I love Natalie, so that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, definitely. But, uh, I thought you were, you were spectacular and, and I didn't know you were such a good performer. And then I first saw you perform and I was like, oh my goodness, she's got skills. She's got Aww. skills. They're multiplying. And, no, I know, I know, and and you're you're such a good. Um, I always thought you're you're such a good. You bring other women up too. You know what I mean. You're not one of those women that it's like it's like I don't want you to not succeed. I I don't want you to. I'm not threatened by you, which is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're a good you're a good girl, Stephen. You're an asshole. Next. Yep. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Asshole I know is Stephen Farzee. You nailed it. The Listen, only thing I, the I, I can take it as well as I can dish it, honey. <laughs> Stephen and I, Stephen, I have, ha, I mean, I don't know what my first impression is. You're asking these questions. So I can't remember what I did yesterday. But he came to my house one day and we had, we got, I gotta say this quietly, we got stoned together. And it was a Tony we, party. It was Natalie and I. No, no, no. Oh, just me. Yeah, but it was not a Tony party. It was me, you, and Natalie. It was like the three of us. Yes. And I didn't know you that well. And we started digging. We got high. And then we started acting like idiots. And then we went through all of my old headshots. And you, he has this like, he has this like crazy It's on laugh. my wall. When he laughs, Stephen goes. <laughs> he sounds like he's got like, you know, um, COPD. Like his, his, his lungs shut down. And all you hear is like a wheeze come out. And I, it, that laugh made me laugh. And we were digging through my old headshots from like 1991. And we, we were peeing our pants, peeing our pants. We got along so well that day that, that Natalie got jealous. She got jealous. That's all I'm going to say. She was like, I mean, that is so the goal. That's the goal. always the goal. No, but like the headshots, the headshots. It was instant and it was real. And, and I it was, was, I felt so welcomed into your home. And Oh my um, God. I knew that that would not be the last time I'd see you. Mm -hmm. I yeah, knew that you were, you were a permanent collection. Permanent the, collection. The, the, 
I just can't get over it. It still kills me. It kills me. Anyway, that's it. That's all I have. Well done, Jen. Uh, is it my You're turn? Welcome. Yeah, baby. Yay. Okay, well, I said Jen's first impression. Earlier, yeah. Obviously. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, lover, you know, all that jazz. Um, I remember Natalie Joy Johnson was just talking endlessly about the two of you like yeah my friend Steven and Dana my friend Steven and Dana my friend Steven and Dana and like I was like eventually I was like who the who are you talking about I don't know who these people are and you're like my friend Steven and Dana Steven and Dana and like it was just like this like this constant thing and she just assumed I knew you guys and then I remember one day I was coming up to the dressing room and I feel like you guys were both in there I don't know recording something collaborating on something I don't know what it was and I heard like three different people in the dressing room in Natalie's dressing room and I was like oh my god there's three of them like they all sound, like they all sound <laughs> exactly like Natalie like they all talk the same Honey. way and I just yes. like they're multiplying right. queen exactly I was like they are multiplying and like I need to like I need to find safety in this sick sick world <laughs> the bunker yeah. the bunker <laughs> get in the bunker so um that was the first impression and you guys were hilarious obviously you are hilarious and then I just grew to love you both as friends and just like we had so many great memories without Natalie I mean we went Thank to see you. Hello Dolly together um I just remember like us going to see Hello Dolly together and like grabbing each other's hands during like the act one finale or just it was just magical um yeah so you guys are great oh, but so I mean true. my First impression was hilarity. Yeah, that was a fun night, right? That was the Bernadette Dolly. The best. Yes, yes. That was Bernadette Dolly. And one thing I would like to say to the both of you and any other Kinky Boot alum that may or may not be listening is that um, it was never lost on me how welcoming you all were to us outsiders. Mm -hmm. Us, you know, uh, second circle around a lot, but have no affiliation with Kinky Boots or not on the payroll um but you were always so welcoming when we were backstage doing whatever we had to run in and do um and you guys are like family you guys are like family honestly i I didn't think of you as like natalie's friends like after a while you were like oh great it's steven and dana or just steven mostly i saw you a lot more i think than dana but oh my gosh it was like so happy to see you every time you walked in the building you know, it was part of what made it so exciting whenever somebody came in from out of town and was like, what show do we go see? I was like, let me take you to Kinky Boots. I will show yeah. you a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that and that was part of it, getting to see my friends, so many of my friends at once mm-hmm. shine like that. I'll never forget, yeah. I sat front row once. Um, and it was like, the show was just for me. It was like Aww. nobody else was in the audience. It was it was Broadway magic. It and were Broadway. we were we motioning to you because we knew you? Were we like giving you a special attention? I was the only audience member, Jen Perry. <laughs> Every gag was to me. I was right behind uh, Will Van Dyke, so I was in the conductor cam. Oh right, right. And Natalie yeah. cut me several times trying to uh, make faces at her. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> we used to love that Blair. Remember when we'd have somebody that close down front. We would love it. It just was so fun. It just made our night, you know, anything different made our night like that. Um, Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, so. Hi-ho, hi-ho.
the second very important question we like to ask all of our guests uh, goes like this. There are seven very well-known dwarves in history. If you were the eighth dwarf, what would your name be? I guess eighth and ninth dwarf. <laughs> oh my God. Nasty. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Funny. <laughs> funny? Is that too too bold to say? Funny? Because no. I am funny yeah. Jen. Funny yeah, Jen, right, Blair? Yes. Um, I don't think anyone Jen. has said either of those. Oh, yeah, I don't great. Think no one said I mean, nasty? Oh, I don't Blair. think so. Such a well, guys, and I don't, I don't mean nasty like mean. I'm like, you know, no. dirty, filthy. I'm no, a, we know I'm what cool. you mean. Just we know like, what you mean. Uh, 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 nasty. 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 Everyone nasty. knows what you mean, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nasty, you guys. <laughs> Super nasty. Oh, my gosh. Where, where can yes. our listeners find you and keep up with your goings on online? Ah. Great question. I am on uh, Instagram at Blair Goldberg 44. I'm on Twitter at Blair D Goldberg. And that's about it. What's the 44? Uh, her age. Birthday. It's her age. <laughs> no, my birthday, <laughs> April 4th. It was, it was Blair Goldberg was taken. So uh, Blair Goldberg 44 it was. Nice. <laughs> that's a good question. I've always wondered that, Blair. Yeah. It's not as interesting as you'd hope. That's all right. Now I know. Uh, yeah. And Jen, same question. Oh, uh, as well, you can find me at on Instagram at funny Jen, and it's F U N N I J E N because, as Blair just said, funny with a Y was taken. So, and I got that in like '92, so I've never changed it because <laughs> I, 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 I see Blair makes fun of me all the time about my handle. <laughs> All I mean, the time, and will I love I it? Don't ever change it. Funny with an I J E N, and I'm I you know I'm on um, Facebook and Twitter, but I never go on Twitter. I just I can't. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Right. Me neither. Cannot do it. It's so. not my medium. No. If I had to tweet and 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 like all the the do, the the dog videos, I'd be all day on my phone. You know what I'm saying? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. I hear you. Ladies, um, this hour has flown by, but we really want to thank you for being the oh. first of this series. Of course. What's the series called? It's called Getting Cozy with Castmates. Oh, Getting Cozy with Castmates. Okay, great. I thought it was in the I room. Right, Taylor? Sorry. Is that what we settled on? It, that, totally, totally successful first episode. Awesome. Um, I loved everything you guys had to say. You're so sweet to each other, and... Also, you're both biatches. And yeah, biatches. I was going to say, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. We can both be <laughs> raging bitches. Sure. Laggy bitches. Sure. Like, you know. But, you know, we, we're so used to seeing each other every day. It's, and, and when we do see each other, I really, it's like, oh, we just we just hung out last Saturday on the lobster boat. Um, with, yes. with that Great. Natalie. Great, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I miss these ladies so much. I miss her every day. Like, yeah, we laughed. We laughed so hard, and you know, that's how our lives went every day. And now to not have that, I feel Mm. like we were so lucky. We were so lucky to share that time together, and it'll never be repeated. We'll probably all never be in the same show again. Uh, And and I just feel lucky. I feel lucky, and we're all still really good friends. We all still love each other, and we'll you know. We'll continue to gather and and reminisce and and create new memories too. So, oh, that fills my tank so hard. 
definitely <laughs> added years to your lives, I'm sure. I mean, on days it added years to my lives, but no, it's it's it was joyful, wonderful, and we we, we I would say Blair will also agree that we just laughed so much, and I've never laughed so much in my life. Oh yeah, I would burn calories from laughing in, in that <laughs> yeah. show. I mean, like. Yeah. Just burn calories. I remember, like I, um, like, I felt like I would laugh myself into labor at that show. Yeah. And we Just... would try to make um, Adina Alexander, who played Marge, we would try to make her pee. We would try to make her pee every day. And sometimes she would pee her pants. And it was like, if we could make yeah. her pee either on stage or off, we were like, <laughs> yes, yes. The slow spreading stain in her denim pants. <laughs> <laughs> Cackle, cackle. She's such a queen. And I really hope you guys in the future, when you're like, you know, evaluating who the true friends are in your life, ask yourself, really ask yourself, would your friend give you an enema? And right. if the answer is no, if the answer is no, get a new Move family. on. Yeah, Move new on. barometer set. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think this episode is finished. Yeah. Thanks so, so much for having us. Thanks, Thanks for having guys. us. Bye. 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 Okay, bye. In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizy and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessewiener.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at InTheRoomPod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.